everybody. Welcome to the Francast. This is a show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And we are talking about three episodes from season four. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hello. Hope you all are doing well. It's crazy time. We have three interesting episodes to talk about. <laughs> Not my favorite grouping that we've ever had, but uh, still going to be fun. Uh, but uh, let's dive in and talk about Fran's Roots. This is uh, season four, episode 19. And in this episode, Fran gets a call that somebody thinks there might have been a mistake at the hospital and that she might have been switched to birth and she might be the daughter of a black woman. And this is one of my personal least favorite episodes. I just, it's just too uncomfortable. And I, I, I think that, you know, we just live in a different era, but I don't know. I just don't think it's funny enough for how edgy it is. Like you need to be funnier. And I, yeah, this one's definitely one of my least favorites. It's got 7.2 on IMDb, but Larry, what did you think of this one? Yeah, no. Um, it would have been uh, okay, but they just kept on with it. I don't know. And the jokes were like super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, no, I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, Colleen, what do you think? I didn't like it either. I thought, I mean, I, I, I don't remember the climate so much in this era, but it's just today so tone deaf. It was just just not i agree not comfortable it felt forced it was weird i was embarrassed for everyone when you're watching something and you're embarrassed for everyone that's not a good sign well especially in recent times and that like pulling fran over joke was just like oh gosh yeah Uh, yeah yeah i remember this episode but i didn't remember it being this like cringy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. Like I remember the her, you know, this black mom, but I did not remember all of the jokes that just like were nonstop. I thought, mm. you know, that was the joke, you know, which would have been fine, I think, if if they had just kind of left it there and just kind of like kept, you know, maybe drop it like when Sylvia sees her or something, but. Yeah, to do the cop thing, to do the, like, brothers thing. I mean, it was, oh, yeah, it was a lot of cringe. <laughs> yeah. And you do get a flashback to uh, Fran growing up as a little girl with her playing Sylvia. And uh, when she says, I want to be a career woman <laughs> as a little girl and Sylvia, you know, freaks out and that was a little a little bit funny just to see Fran, you know, pretending to be Renee Taylor kind of a thing. It was sort of funny a little bit. The best part of that was when she was singing the mod theme song. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was the only part I liked. <laughs> the little girl was cute that was playing her, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little Fran is cute. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Sylvia grown up, she says 
Uh, she she says, I get so little joy in life when she's talking about uh, her friends trying to get her to diet. And she says, you haven't gotten me a, a, a grandchild yet. And... Um, and I forget who, when she said it, which is, let me switch to a softer food so I can uh, hear you. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh a little bit. And grabbing that carrot made me laugh. Um, right. Just yeah. Looked- and then she's got all the chocolate on her teeth. Yeah. <laughs> but even food for Sylvia didn't do it for me. I felt like it just didn't overcome any of this yeah it wasn't enough no it was not enough to overcome the episode uh but at least there was something to enjoy in it (laughs) but um yeah she sees her mom and and i mean it is possible for black women to have white children there was a um uh one of my uh one of the girls I knew in high school, she had a like a white, white baby with blonde hair. Obviously the father was, was white. And, uh, and so, I mean, it's possible, but I don't know. It's just not funny. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I mean, I work with a mixed race woman and, I, I just don't see how her life, if this were her life or anyone else's life with that situation, like how that's funny in any way. I just right. don't see how it's like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. I was like, what were they thinking? That was my whole thought yeah. on this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's just a very weird, very weird episode. And, uh, and yeah, the, when she's talking about that, she has brothers that was cringy oh terrible that was a big cringe moment for me i was like oh my gosh uh (laughs) yeah and that i that i was a little bit funny when sylvia is showing her scar and and mr sheffield's like let's keep those (laughs) those hatches batted down like that was a little funny and yeah, the the pulling over scene, that was very cringy mm-hmm. and not not good. And oh my gosh, <laughs> you're pulling me over because I'm black. And then Sylvia is first very upset, and then as soon as she sees they have a guest house, then she's impressed, and she wants to stay there. And uh, and you have Cece, she's gone, she's in. Uh, LA and Niles is very excited about that and says uh, she says he says do you mean there's still a chance for Cece to sell your shoddy scripts on the seashore (laughs) and that's basically it I mean it's there's not a lot in this episode aside from this plot of being switched at birth Uh, the fashion starts out with a uh she has a green printed top with matching pants and it's they called it on what fran wore a green metallic brocade suit 
where and this is Todd Oldham. Mm. The print. Yeah, I was only a fan of it. Very it looked very old, like old lady ish to me. Mm. Yeah. Too much green, too much print, too much of it. Pants (laughs) and top was too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem with prints is they can uh, feel old ladyish pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this when you have that much, it's like, oh my gosh, okay. Should we capture some curtains? Yeah, and then she has a red velvet suit with feather collar and cuffs, and this is Anna Sui was the coat. I didn't care for that. It was like a burgundy. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like that color for some reason. I don't know why. I like that color, but maybe it was that particular outfit or. I was already turned off by the episode. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Then she has the flashback where she's wearing the purple 70s outfit with patterned sleeves and shorts. And I mean, it looked successfully 70s, mm-hmm. I think. And then she wears a rainbow jacket with black sleeves black skirt, black nylons, and an orange headband. And this is Moschino. And then she has a gray skirt suit with black flowers on it and a black headband. That's what she wears to see her new family. And that's Moschino. I mean, I thought yeah. it was right. Yeah, it was fine. And then last is a lace shirt uh, that has striped colored vest. Also, Moschino. And that was really awful. Weird. I was like, what <laughs> yeah. is this? It's like peasant sleeve, like yeah. lace sleeves, yeah. and then that weird, like, bodice area. I don't know. It was very strange. I was like, yeah. They yeah, didn't go. Like, the, the, like, checkery, whatever was on the bodice and those lace sleeves just didn't go together at all. Mm-hmm. Not the worst. There were some worse outfits in the coming episodes, but. Um, yeah, this was not good fashion for the most part. Indeed. Yeah, it was a couple things that were okay, but just across the board, these episodes <laughs> were were a bit of a miss. Uh, I'm even like, when it came to like reaching into the dark here, like what might stick? And I'm like, I'm really a, I the woman who played her mother was Telma Hopkins, who's been in I don't know how many sitcoms over the years. She, I think she might have been on TGIF on Fridays, even I don't know. Mm. And I'm like, why would, why did you do this? That was my thought. <laughs> why did, did you really need the money? <laughs> it's terrible, but that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting because this one ha- and then the next one have the same score, 7.2 on IMDb. And I think the next one is quite a bit better. I mean, it's not the best ever, but I think it's better than this. That's for sure. So interesting how that works sometimes. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I give this one a four. It's definitely one of my least favorites. Yeah, Ugh, it's a struggle. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with like a three point five. I think. Yeah, Wait, I was going? actually even gonna go lower. I was gonna go three because I. Yeah, not good. Particularly in recent times, like I said, that that pulling over scene really like stuck out. Like, oh my gosh. Um, but <laughs> yeah, 
It really it was like, uh, yeah, and there just wasn't enough, you know, at least if it had made us laugh more, mm-hmm. you could at least be like, well, at least it's funny, but no, right. <laughs> it wasn't funny yeah. enough. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. You, can, you can look at a show and and recognize the time and how yeah. things were so different, but this was just not one of those where yeah. you kind no, of I separate. Agree what happens now what's going on now and what happened then that one just didn't work in any way but right all right well the next episode is called the nanny and the hug producer like i said as 7.2 on imdb and this is where a tabloid publishes a story fran and maxwell have been having an affair since before his wife died fran is more upset that the fact means she's over 40 which she isn't <laughs> so uh overall what do you think of this one Ligri? um this one was okay mm. mm-hmm. again i didn't there's some moments that were funny i just didn't laugh enough again um but it was okay it was okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what do you think colleen it was better than the last one it was just Again, yeah, it wasn't all that funny, but it was better. But some of the things, like, yeah, Fran being upset about that over... I feel like her priorities are mixed up sometimes, mm-hmm. but whatever. I mean, well, I guess and it was also, meant for comic relief, but... Yeah. Also, we'll talk about fashion, but this is the episode of the worst wigs that she's ever worn. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what is well, going on? That wig was wretched. And then, yeah, the subsequent wigs also... Let's talk about cheap. I mean, these were some cheap wigs. <laughs> yeah, one of them looks like a mullet. I mean, it was it looks bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, these wigs were bad. <laughs> and I'm not against a platinum blonde look on certain people, where they, you know, wig. but not that one. <laughs> well, and yeah. the idea she would wear it to the Tonys seems very strange to me. It was very I informal. Know. That the whole, whole outfit. outfit. Yeah, I was like that outfit it was, was like a not club for the outfit. Tonys. <laughs> They wear gowns. It's a big awards ceremony. It's like any other yeah. one. It's almost like she was a seat filler instead of being a guest of one of the nominees. <laughs> she had a club dress on. I didn't get it. Yeah. Me either. I mean, she she's worn some... Nice. Yeah, I mean, she's worn some beautiful evening wear. Why is she wearing that dress? It was to so less strange. formal events. <laughs> yeah right yeah and i exactly. liked her dress the disco dress i'm gonna call it that but not for that uh, event right <laughs> yeah so android weber got gets two nominations maxwell sheffield gets five and so that he's very excited about that and uh, and i forget who it is that says the only bad thing is is how embarrassing it'll be if you're up for five awards and not win one. Oh, that was Sylvia. <laughs> was it? Okay, yeah. And so then the Tony Awards and Andrew Lloyd Webber can't pronounce Maxwell Sheffield's name. That kind of oh, made me like laugh. Joking. Yeah. And what do you think of Fran kissing Cece? <laughs> oh, I mean, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was funny too. <laughs> you know what bothered me about that scene? If you're, if you're nominated for best play, I, I know they, they're limited probably on the state, you know, the set and what they had to work with, but it looked like they were in the balcony, like in the small section. Yeah. Like where's the front 
Yeah. Pretend right. anyways. Try to yeah. pretend like it's the front of the theater. For a five-time yeah. nominee, including best like you play of the year. Row. They would have been, yeah. They would have definitely been near the stage. <laughs> yeah, front row front either row. center row or the side row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do the Tonys yeah. do it like that? Or are they like the like Honestly, Globes, Oscars, like where they have tables? No, they have oh, no, it's 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 a presentation. It's not a meal like the Golden Globes. Yeah. I think the Globes is the only one that does that, actually. Yeah. And the SAG, I think, does it, too. Oh, do they? Okay. Oh. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. SAG, I, I, some of the smaller ones, like the Critics' Choice, I think, do it. But yeah. out of the big ones, yeah. Cause the, yeah, the Tonys is a regular auditorium. It's kind of like the Oscars. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I the, the play is called The Widower. And... I did like Fran. She says, "I don't know what happened after that. I was I was sobbing too violently. <laughs> that was funny, and uh, I like she's putting on makeup on Maxwell, and he's just like, are you insane? <laughs> that was kind of funny. But then later on, there's like a guy like you with those lashes. <laughs> That's kind of funny." Well, I was like, I mean, I guess, you know, um, it's not TV, but you would, I don't know, especially nowadays, you'd put on a little, in men to put on a little like base or something <laughs> for your photos or whatever. But yeah, I mean, certainly, certainly if you're on TV, they're like required to wear makeup, men or women, uh, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they're required to wear mascara, but... I don't know about mascara. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. And no. She's like, oh, your lashes. <laughs> I thought they cared most about, like, shine and stuff like... I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely about shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that was just funny to me. A guy like you with those lashes. <laughs> <laughs> and... So Niles is kind of upset because he didn't get to go to the cast party and uh, he ends up at the shrink at the end and he confesses, I never clean under anything. <laughs> uh, and so he's kind of upset. Maggie's the upset. Tiny the uh, tiny trophy would make me more offended. Right. I'd have been like, mm, no, I'm really not cleaning under anything. And stick that little trophy under there. <laughs> yeah, he gets a world best butler or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That was funny. And Maxwell says, because uh, Maggie comes in late. Maxwell says, alcohol, sex? Fran, not tonight. I'm too distracted. <laughs> Which was kind of funny. And uh the uh and then we have uh margaret still upset because she had read the article that it said that that they were having an affair even when uh he was with his uh previous wife and margaret says i hate him and i hate you too <laughs> She's like, oh my god, she's doing drugs too. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> You'd be 40. <laughs> she's doing drugs. Because <laughs> I think we've kind of established that Fran is 33. Yeah. Yeah, Fran is 33. Yeah. And so 
uh, Sylvia <laughs> says you're getting six dollars an hour. <laughs> she <laughs> believes it. Uh, which I guess that must have been minimum wage in in uh, 1990. Uh, this is 1997. Um, oh, seven. Yeah. And, and then they go down, they confront the journalist, and he says uh, that it's the worst selling issue in five years. We're going back to Princess Di. She sells well. That is a little uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> Especially since that was the year that she passed away. Was that the year? Yeah, I think so. I think it was 97. Or was it 99? Anyways. It's real close, close. yeah. Pretty close. But a good old paparazzi joke about Princess Di is like, oop, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. not comfortable anytime. No. I mean, at least at least that that's kind of a joke, I guess, that you're like, I can forgive it a little bit because they, you know, they didn't know, but it's still, it's like, oof, y'all. Yeah, right. But I like Fran. She says it was the forty that killed us. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up, uh, they end up having a kiss at the end because. Maxwell's trying to prove that they're, they've got it, that they're steamy. The uh, get over here, naughty nanny. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a little funny, I thought. And then you have bloop, a blooper reel at the end. And so they must have been short on time for this episode. And Fr- Fran evidently messed up her lines a lot <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and so starts out with fashion she has a black jacket with these yellow faces on the border oh, <laughs> and a big yellow sun on the back oh, no is this oh. much chino yeah it's much oh i mean i knew it as soon as i saw it but this was and then she paired it with this pink skirt that didn't match even the color of it i mean it was terrible it was like a zero i mean oh, there's nothing gosh. redeeming about it yeah, that outfit. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, Marcino strikes again!" Because this is wretched. This is so bad. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. And then she wears at the Tonys. We talked about a little a pink palette or palette uh, covered cocktail dress by C D Green, and then the white wig it was so weird. That white wig, no. like. I love that dress. It was just the wrong. I mean, everything else was bad about it. The location, the wig, everything. But I thought yeah. the dress was so cute. Mm-hmm. Just not there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, she looks great in that little dress, but no, it was just so <laughs> out of place. And then that wig. Oh my god. Yeah, I could not. I was like, she could look. She could look great as a blonde, but not with this cheap wig. Oh my right. gosh. That's so weird. And then she wears this t- denim tie-dye outfit with this long skirt and uh, in the in midriff showing and this mullet hair, this wig. I, I hated this look so much. I thought it looked so unflattering on her. And I don't know, I just didn't like anything about this one. For a lot of women, they... I mean, I'm a long, if I wear a skirt at all, which is rarely, I, it has to be longer. 
But she's a short skirt kind of girl, and the long skirt just did not work for it. Just didn't look right. Right. Wallowed her one, well, and then that denim thing, it just felt so heavy. Like yeah. that big skirt. It's like, oh my gosh. Uh, and that wig, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, the wig was bad. <laughs> Yeah, they were all like I just don't understand. They were all like shiny. Like I don't know if y'all have ever heard this phrase because I mostly heard it from Drag Race, but it was like shake and go wigs where you just take them out the package, shake them, and put it on your head. Like like that phrase. (laughs) uh, Yeah, so they were shake and goes. Like didn't do anything. They didn't put any product in them. They didn't try to de shine them. I mean, it just was like, oh my god. They're horrible. Well, and that that mullet type haircut just looks terrible on any on everyone. Yeah. It's so ugly. Yeah, it was not good at <laughs> all. And it looked like she was having like Billy Ray Cyrus hair or something. Like it was so bad. I hated that. And the whole denim the denim look. I just it was bad. Um, and then and there was also she had a chain around a waist chain i don't know what you call those but uh anyway uh then she's wearing a pink robe with hearts and then a sparkly black cocktail dress again with a wig and this is i think by nightline is what it said but it was fine Uh you know it was just to you know prove the point that she was also ready. thought she should go to the cast party. Yeah, that she'd go to cast party. Yeah. And then she has a white dress with black circles and squares on it and black boots. And this was Isaac Mizrahi. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then she has a leopard halter dress with black turtleneck. And a headband, and that was CD green, also, and then a red coat over it. When they go to the, uh, they go to the cheap, yeah, I did with with those like plastic square overlay on top of the dress. Mm -hmm. It just looks so weird and cheap. I was like, why are those on there? Right, yeah, would be so uncomfortable to like even wear. I don't know, it was weird. Like the dress itself was fine if they had just left off those plastic squares all over it. Mm Yeah, what do you give this one, Larry? Um, for this one, I don't know. Maybe I'll go like a six. That's what I was thinking too. A six. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Colleen? Um, five point five. All right. Okay. So this episode is called the the next episode is called the Passover Story, and in this episode. They have the Passovers coming and Maxwell hires an old classmate of Fran's uh, that uh, she's pretty competitive with uh, to star in in his new play. She's a big movie star. So Fran is very kind of competitive and jealous. Her name is Morgan Faulkner in the new play. And uh, Niles is busy making Jewish food to be ready. And they have the Passover potluck later on. And Maggie uh, is, uh, what is Maggie? I forget. Maggie gets a job working for Morgan. And 
and she's she says she's not going to go to college at a certain point and uh, yeah what do you think of this one colleen overall mm, it was all right um not my favorite i did not like the i didn't find anything redeeming about that morgan faulkner i didn't care for the character at all um i don't know yeah not a big not thrilled nothing mm-hmm. really did anything for me what do you think larry yeah, the Morgan stuff was blech. Uh but I I much more enjoyed obviously the the like side story of the dinner and Sylvia stuff. That was alright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a nice moment. Then they had you know, the they actually like I don't know what you say like portrayed or recreated a Passover meal and and the each, the the young the the kids all read from the prayer books and that was all very very nice uh that they did and yeah this morgan faulkner i mean i I feel like they've had other sort of this archetype before that's been better executed like Mm -hmm. the um the 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 girl from her high school who marries the rich man like she was better i think the um the one with the baby she was better they've had better examples of sort of movie stars than maxwell hires yeah yeah i think and uh bran went to high school with her and uh then uh that i thought it was kind of a funny choice did i mention i did a pilot really what airline oh yeah Um, we find out that Maggie's been rejected from Princeton and Vassar. So she's stressed out about that. And uh, in Mag- but then she gets the job working for Morgan. And, and then she says she's going to not go to college. And I mean, we've all talked about this before. But really, I mean, I feel like even though I loved college, I, I don't think it's a necessity for everybody to attend college by any means. Well, and like Fran says, there's really no reason for her to attend college if she doesn't want to. Right. <laughs> like if you're in that situation, I mean, you're going to be just fine. I'm sure without college. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know about, this, I mean, I guess if you're looking for a job in the industry, um, working for a two-time Academy Award winner could open those doors. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I think if you can learn what you need to learn from your work, then I'd say go for it. Because and you would obviously be networking and meeting people. Yeah. Right. Because at least for me, I, aside from basic reading, writing, editing, things like that, I, I use almost nothing from both of my degrees for either, like almost everything I learned, I learned from trial and error and from training and from things like that, not from anything to do with college. Yeah, you could say that. I could say that about my, my bio, my biology degree, which I actually, like 
see scientific grant applications all the time and don't know what they say. So I guess that tells you I don't remember yeah. anything <laughs> about my biology part of my life. Mm-hmm. If you don't use it, how do you remember? Yeah, you don't remember. I don't mm-hmm. have to like know what it means anyways. I, that's not what I'm doing. But when you read yeah. stuff, I'm like, oh, this word sounds familiar, but you don't know. I have no idea what it, what it was. Or what it's was an age-old question about math. It's like, yes, I need to know how to like add, subtract, divide, multiply, maybe a couple other things. But going through algebra or whatever, you're just like, I will never use any of this. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, mean, I don't need to learn these type of math equations. <laughs> The most yeah. you have to do is like, for me, I have to, um, I also review budgets, but yeah, it's again, addition, subtraction, knowing the, knowing the basic formula of how to multiply this number by this percent to get, I mean, it's really simple. So. Well, I mean, and that's all stuff that you can learn on your own yeah. as needed. What they uh, need to do is in math class, do a, an Excel spreadsheet course. <laughs> Yeah. So you know how to make formulas in Excel. Oh, that should be part of every math. Can I tell you guys real quick? So in my work right now, we're using something called a smart sheet. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I had never heard of it. So so um a company we're working with created it. So they share it's a, actually online real-time spreadsheet that updates, which I like. So you know, like Google. yeah, it's like that, but it's like literally within it, it's in, it has files embedded and all these things. It's not really like a typical Excel. Excel. It's not math. It's more tracking. But okay. oh my gosh, the stuff they put in there, and I'm like, about like you need to understand how to use the sheet before you like, <laughs> like, like one column yeah. has file attachments, and then you can upload files there. And I'm like, how do? Wow, it's a very for me, it's very advanced personally. Oh. Yeah, but it's probably not for most people. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing that you have to learn from training. And I mean, college, it helps you you learn how to kind of analyze things Mm -hmm. from you make kind of critical analysis of things, which I think helps you in life. But again, that's something you can learn on your own if you want. And so I don't know, it's just not I would I for someone like Maggie, who doesn't have to worry about the money side of it i'd say why not go have have a great experience because it was a great experience for me i absolutely loved college but uh on the other hand if anybody's considering going to major debt for college i would never advise that myself i would say go to community college go to try to get it as local and 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 lower cost as you can uh then I don't know. That just makes the most sense to me. But everybody has their own paths. I get, and I understand that. I just don't think it's the, if somebody were saying like Maggie, I'm not, I'm not going to go to college. I have this job. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends on what you want, you know? And well, I mean, I did kind of like that line about, about Niles being like, yeah, because my four years at Cambridge did so, open so many doors for me. Yeah, you right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, he probably went, did they ever name drop a college for Maxwell? But they, I mean, I they probably they said, yeah, Cambridge. Yeah, it's like they probably went and to college together. Did he go to Eaton or, or something? something for like great, like, yeah. uh, like, prep school or whatever like not where the princess so. went didn't the princess go there maybe not Prince yeah no William. they did yeah they did 
They did. And where did they go to school, real quick. Where did Prince William go to college? Where did he meet Kate? Was it Cambridge? I thought so, but I don't know. I maybe I just assume everybody goes. Sorry to ask. But uh, then you have. I did think it was kind of a funny line when <laughs> when Niles is talking about having fruit for for dessert. And Francis, you're going to slide some cheesecake in under that, are you? That was yeah. funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, the you also get the line when Maggie's talking about her day. She talks about Woody Allen and Francis. You stay away from him. <laughs> that was that was a little awkward. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene. See that? I think that's what it was. Is there was just nothing redeeming because that whole scene in her apartment, she was just terrible, and you were like, "Ugh." Yeah. This woman, I guess. Yeah, I'd want to run away too. I wouldn't want to work for this person. I can tell you that. Uh- <laughs> yeah, she was just. Int- I understand, you know, celebrities have a obviously have some entitlement and all that, but she was like insufferable in the little amount we got to know her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I forget, I think it's Maggie who says, I can't dwell on all the ne- negative, horrible things in the future. And Francis, I keep forgetting you aren't Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little funny. I mean, and then we get the Passover potluck thing and thought that was really nice <laughs> sylvia's making niles be the butler <laughs> yeah <laughs> when is your daddy going to marry my daughter that's the question is to remind them of my suffering yeah <laughs> i also liked when niles told cc because i forget what she had said which it was something about uh talking about don't look the gift horse in the mouth and he tells her then don't stand in front of the mirror while you floss <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> so maggie quits the job and she says she says well they wanted me to go all the way to the airport to pick up barbara and, and james brolin and fran's like i'm leaving right now <laughs> the passover miracle the messiah yeah. is coming <laughs> and then uh then they're all sick from the passover meal they're all so full and grace says i could use a little sweet (laughs) so that's basically the episode and uh, and they said who would you save barbara or your mother and francis i'd save my mother barbara can walk on water (laughs) and I also liked when Maggie says, there's just no social life in this house or whatever. And Francis, oh, it's the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was funny. Um, so then in fashion, she has a black shirt with flowers all over it. Red pants Ooh. and a midriff. She's doing a lot of midriffs all of a sudden. That this top was, was horrid. Wretched. Yeah, I didn't like this that. Horrible. Neck, neck with that smiley thing or whatever. Is this Moschino too or no? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew. Again, you could just tell it. As soon as I saw that top, I was like, it has to be Moschino. <laughs> yeah, it, just, it has to be. <laughs> he he loves that arts and crafts kind of look. He will Ooh. forever be like seared in my brain now. <laughs> Most, that name. <laughs> I won't be able to forget it. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was horrible. 
And once again, the pa- the pants just being completely disconnected from even attempting to pull in the top, you know, mm-hmm. just completely mismatch right. down there. I was like, oh my gosh, Fran. Yeah. Yeah. And it was big. Like this top, it didn't fit her. Oh God, it was just bad. It was bad all around. <laughs> yeah. And then she has a long white skirt with black and white flowers. And I just don't think that those long skirts are very flattering on her. No. And she has a black top with red sleeve and a white collar and a red headband. I was like, this is what you chose to, like, impress her with? Because this was like her, you know, come down and be impressive. outfit. I was like, oof. uh." That was bad. And this is Christian LeCrew. And then she has a light blue suit skirt with a dotted border and has lime green buttons on it. And I actually liked this. I thought it was cute. The- I liked it other than those little like gemstone borders. Oh really? I, I kinda liked those. I, I thought it was that. like if you're gonna have a a accent, like that's the kind of accent to have. Just like a little <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, I'm like, like I wish it was just like a little lime green trim or something rather than that. But I mean I really liked the color. Um mm-hmm. and on her it looked great. So overall I liked it. They they were just a little a little gaudy actually for me, those little mm-hmm. gemstones. <laughs> I thought they, I, I thought they were cute. This was, this was pretty good, Moschino, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she wears the white diesel fluffy uh, coat that we've seen a number of times. I feel mm-hmm. like, and then she has a purple robe, and uh, then a purple coat with feathers, uh, and and the jacket and. A sh- uh, shorts with a print and a black turtleneck and this is from missoni i guess that's the name i knew it i couldn't think of the name when you said it though i remember that brand it's always like that kind of funky zigzaggy looking kind of pattern yeah it's, it's not too bad one. i like yeah that i coat, like that one the purple i mean so, i didn't know why the coat didn't really go with the underneath but I like those little shorts, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, those shorts are really cute, and the cardigan was cute. The whole outfit, yeah, it looks it looks cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Colleen, what will you give this episode? <sighs> oh, this is tough. <laughs> I don't know. I guess a five. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Larry. I think I'm going to be the nice one this time. I think I'm going to go with a six again. Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, even though I said I liked the last one a little better, I still give this one also a six. I did think that the Passover stuff was was very it was nice uh, in it, so I'll give it a six. Uh, so there we go. That is this episode. Not the greatest stretch of episodes to recap. We're almost but... done with season yeah, four, though. I know. Almost done. Only two more, two more weeks of season four, and then we're moving on. Oh. And then season five is a pretty big season. Got the wedding, and so that yeah. will be very exciting. And uh, we're gonna do our in between episode also of in between seasons like we do where we rate that we rate the episodes and then we also will maybe talk about uh saturday night fever we mm-hmm. haven't decided <laughs> but we'll let you all know more about that and larry where can people find you 
You can find me on Instagram, YouTube, as well as Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am located at Twitter and Instagram at Lily44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out and make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast. We're still, we haven't, we haven't given up just because we're finished Christmas. Uh, We've got lots of fun stuff to cover, interviews, other fun contents. Make sure you're following us over at Hallmarkies podcast. And we sure appreciate that. We have our patron group, which is really fun. And then we also have our merch store, which has some, some nanny merch. So make sure you check that out. We would really appreciate it. And thanks again, everybody. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.